0: Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. We're going to talk about how the side hustle is dead. I'm going to talk about a phenomenon that happened, especially in my last two side hustles. We're going to talk about that. Um, Many people know that I've I've went through all my side hustles. I've had, I believe, over 22 side hustles in my life. Um, Some have made good money. Some have made, you know, well over six figures a year just in side money aside from my career as a firefighter. And there's these very predictable time points. I didn't really learn until I'd been through, you know, my last 10 side hustles. And I'm going to talk about how, when your side hustle dies and because it's happening right now, this actually was inspired by a comment that I did, uh, about a video that Amazon is literally focusing on what people are listing on secondary websites like eBay, Facebook, um, Offer up Craigslist things like that, and there's some things that I've been noticing. Mrs. Ninja knows that I'm literally always on these apps that are people are selling, and not that I'm looking to buy anything right now, I'm going to be in the future, and you're going to understand why soon when I talk about this. But I'm one thing that I'm constantly looking for is a shift, a sea change, a shift in the average person, the consumer that is burdened with debt, they bought a lot of things on debt and they are now having to liquidate just to survive. Now this happened a lot back in 2008, 2010. It also happened in 2014 to 2016, all right? These were two time periods when people needed to start selling all the stuff they bought with their credit card because they couldn't pay their bills, all right? The economy was starting to turn down. Um, again, looking at a seven-year shemitah cycle, uh, 2008 was a shemitah year. 2015 uh, was, and people were hurting, so they're starting to liquidate things. And this is when you, I made more money than I've ever made before because people start selling things for pennies on the dollar. They don't understand marketing. They don't have the patience, just like the same patience that led them to buy things they couldn't afford with credit cards. They couldn't have the patience to save up and pay cash. They have the exact same lack of patience when they go to sell right? And you buy things for pennies on a dollar and then you hold it, you market it properly and you sell it for double, triple, maybe even five times what you buy it for, right? Especially when you're buying things in bulk. I go into this in detail how to make money in the side hustle course, but that gives you an idea of sort of that time period, that desperation in people, right? And to anybody that would think that I'm trying to make money off people's desperation, like I'm literally trying to warn millions and millions of people to not be doing this, to, to go and make money other different ways and get ready for this next crash. I don't know what to tell you. Um, But that's how you make business, right? You make good deals. You make your money this day you buy something or invest in something because you did it right, hopefully, not the day you sell. All right, because you understand its intrinsic value. Whatever you are investing in or buying, you are investing your money, your hard-earned money, and you are buying it based on fundamentals. If I buy it at this price, it's overpriced. If I buy it down here, it's good, right? Um, I can always flip it, sell it, use it, make money. You know, it brings back money. Okay, so. This comment on the video about Amazon tracking all these sites because they're concerned now that they are seeing the shift. Consumers are now not, they're only buying things they need to survive on Amazon. Costco even said the same thing in their earnings and they are now selling their goods, right? Now I've noticed that shift. I've noticed B&W speakers coming up, high-end things that work great are in excellent condition. You know that they're only a couple of years old. People bought them on credit they now have to get rid of them. Or maybe they didn't buy them on credit, but they have to sell them. They need to come up with cash. They do not have enough cash to survive. So that's the first phase. Well, in my trailer uh, side hustle, and if you guys don't know, I literally took, me and my best friend took $900 cash. We sold some rocks in my backyard for 900 bucks. Turned that $900 into $100,000 cash the first year. And then literally for the subsequent years, we made over $100,000 a year on the weekends, having fun as best friends. I mean, we literally... Just had a blast on the road with our kids, making money, taking them to hotels on these road trips to buy trailers. Um, but that trailer side hustle, and I, I did that for years, right, making six figures a year, just on my side hustle with my best friend. When we, when when I transitioned from tractors into that, so what happened? There was this phase. Where uh, it happened both in trailers and in tractors, I was blowing up in tractors. I was selling palm trees, and a buddy of mine sold me a tractor. Said, "Hey, these things are too heavy for you. I gotta move to Chicago. Why don't I give you a smoking deal on this tractor?" And he goes, "I'll give you such a smoking deal if you want. You could flip it. I don't want to sell it to anybody. I don't want to deal with anybody. You could flip it if you wanted to." And I used it for like a week, but I, I sold it for a profit and it gave me an idea. And I started selling so many tractors. I'm like, why am I messing with palm trees? I'm making literally what I'd make in a month in palm trees selling one tractor. Well, that was because that was coming out of the Great Recession and people were liquidating their heavy equipment from construction companies they owned. Or people were losing their homes and selling their farm tractors because they were moving into a condominium or apartment and they couldn't take the tractor with them, right? There's no need. They're leaving a 10 acre parcel, you know, with a million dollar house, they're losing it to the bank and they're, they're selling the tractor and they didn't have time to mess around because they always wait to the last minute, right? Unprepared people, uh, always panic at the end. And so they'd sell these, these tractors and I could like clean them up like literally an hour worth of cleanup and I'd sell them for sometimes double or triple what I paid for them. So. What happened though, everything was great until it wasn't. And so what happened was a combination of two things. Other people saw me selling these tractors and they got online. They wanted to buy one that just like how I figured it out. You know, I'd try and buy a tractor and it would sell really quick. So they started flipping. So you started finding other people. So you had competition, right? And then the people that were listing those tractors would go on these websites like Craigslist. Uh, Back then, I didn't have anything else really other than Craigslist. And they said, okay, well, I want to sell my tractor and let me see what these other people are asking. And so since we were asking X amount, even the people selling them started to ask this much, right? So what happened was the market got saturated with higher price and a lot of inventory. And then there was a point where I I literally, I could feel it, it was a one day event. And it was like, I haven't been able to find a tractor in a couple of weeks, the market's done, we're done. And I switched to something else. And it's very hard for entrepreneurs to switch or pivot. It's a, it's a skill that you need to learn if you don't understand that. And one of those things is that you have to stop being so head down in your making money and just be making money, making money down here. You need to keep your head popped up and saying, what's the consumer saying? What are they doing? You know, uh, and that's what's happening in business right now. There's so many businesses that are failing and they're going to go completely bankrupt where really a lot of businesses could, could, uh, could sell, liquidate their equipment Right? Maybe even sell the business to somebody else. That's the greater fool theory in the business cycle. But you really have to think about it. A lot of so many businesses right now, while there's still some sort of spark of economic activity, because it's about to go completely dead and flatline, they could sell off, break apart their company and say, Hey, I'll give you an example. A wood company that I was just listening to a buddy of mine looking at, he was saying, Hey, you know. That this skid steer is still worth it to somebody else outside of this industry. This sawmill is worth it to somebody outside of this industry. There's a lot of equipment here and there's some property here that I could split up and, and make a good profit. Where I could actually probably sell it for more broken up than selling the entire business, right? Um, and But they're they're not thinking that way and they're going to fail. Right. So that's why people need entrepreneurs. And I talk about this in my business course, my um, my side hustle course, why it's so important to be able to learn how to pivot. So what I did is when I said, okay, no more tractors, this is this is it. It's done. It's dead. I took my wealth that I created from the tractor business and I dove it in to some other investments. And then I had the ability because I had the time freed up because I was making money somewhere else with that money, causing it to grow. Back then, it was in the crypto market, all right? And I was mining crypto and stuff. Literally, I would invest in machines that would spit out money. I know it sounds crazy, but it was a very rare moment in life that I I dove into for about a year and a half, two years. It made a good amount of money there. And then I went into this trailer business and I was able to back a lot of, even like when, you know, me and my partner were flipping trailers, there were times where we didn't have enough money because we had lots of inventory, right? Literally, I think within six months, we had like a hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory just sitting there. And there was more deals coming up, and my buddy didn't have any money. I had money, so we wrote a deal. I said, Look, I'll fund the trailers, but I get X amount of the profit before we even get our split 50-50 because that trailer wouldn't even be on the lot if it wasn't for my money. And he agreed to it. It was great because he got to see the effects of that and he goes you know, he'd, he'd be grateful because his 50% of what was left over was more than he'd make. Right. But he, he, after the first couple, he said, I never want to see this again. I said, well, then start saving your money. Don't spend it because you, yeah, it, it was a good learning lesson, you know, but that's why it's important to be prepared. Well, even on the trailers, we got to that point where all of a sudden everything stopped and there were either competition from other trailer flippers or the the consumer was tapped out. The, the market had gotten too high and it was more, uh, it was easier for them to just go get payments in a newer one, right? Well, so that's happening right now, but it's happening at the lowest level. You're seeing increased activity on Craigslist, offer up uh, eBay and stuff. People are selling off nicer things now, where in the last two years, people were selling crap. They didn't need to sell their nice stuff. Nice things are hitting the market right now. I picked up a beautiful, beautiful John Deere tractor uh, about a, month, a year ago um but those the offers for tractors are even uh, coming down even more people are starting to sell their stuff uh high-end speaker systems things like that collectibles right that you wouldn't see on the market in the last couple years the comment that i got on the amazon video was that i've listed seven items in the last week and have not gotten one call now that also obviously comes down to price right that's the ultimate factor price always dictates a sale if it's priced right um, the consumer is going to go buy your product over anyone else. That is, that is it. They will drive five hours. And I've, I've proven that. And I talked about that in my course, why I listed all my tractor stuff, literally hours away from my home. I would never list in my own area. And I tell people why that's so, so important. But if you think about what's happening right now, um, I myself, I wanted to clean out my garage. So I'm listing a bunch of stuff to get rid of it. And we're getting no activity. People are tapped. And you're going to start seeing some amazing garage sales and stuff. And the point being is that there's still amazing opportunities to make money, but you have to buy it at the right price. And so I want to hear from you. Like, what have you seen in the market? Like, are you trying to sell some things? All of a sudden you saw so much certain activity, you know, level of buying that you were selling things. And now has it dropped to nothing? I want to know what it is. What are you trying to sell that you can't sell? What are you finding deals? A lot of people, another thing that I've learned over my years of being honest is the most amazing thing ever. When you're honest and you don't try and talk people down or insult their stuff to get a better price, but you're honest with them about what you can pay, what you're willing to pay, and then still compliment their stuff, you, you find so much success. It's insane. I go into that much greater detail in other videos, but... It, it, it really truly is amazing. But what are you seeing? I, I was never afraid of competition in the trailer business. I would tell people, yeah, we flip trailers and it makes great money. You should try it too. You know, you could start with the trailer you're trying to sell me. Uh, you could, you know, wait, and be patient. And nine times out of 10, they would call me back up and go, no, we just want to sell to you. Thank you for being honest. It worked out great. But I want to hear what you guys are seeing in the marketplace too. So the tides are shifting, things are happening. And we're going to go through a period of a year where it starts to get really dark and people aren't buying and selling and, and activity stalls. And that's starting right now. Uh, the consumers are getting clued into what's going on. The average consumer that would have rolled their eyes at you a year ago are now going, okay, something's wrong, but I don't know what it is. In about six months, they're going to be able to tell you exactly what it is. And that's when you see economic activities go whoop. And that's why I'm calling for this fall in the fall. Guys, I hope you had a great day. I hope you have an awesome year selling and buying things and starting your side hustles. Remember, you will find more success starting a side hustle during very hard economic times than you will in a good time. I know it sounds crazy, but the deals are coming. And this is when you want to start preparing yourself, preparing your finances to start crushing it. I hope you got something out of this. Thank you to everyone. Hit the subscribe button, thumbs up button. I'll see you later.